So I feel like I'm kind of chomping your bit right now because I am currently the plattest man on this stream. Yes, you're... I was... I wasn't going to tell you this while we were on air, but, I mean, the the lawyers have been contacted. (laughs) And this is, uh... This is going to be the end of us. No, it's like the end of the show. You're just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I've called the fucking lawyers, and I'm... Buddy, just come here. Just come. I'm going to fuck you up over this. This is bullshit. Hey, I hope you like police. Cause, yeah. <laughs> cause, <laughs> the weirdest threat I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I hope you like the police. Because you're about to be real good friends with them. Now, oh. your honor, I'm just a small town lawyer. <laughs> But you can see that if you review the tape, the man is clearly wearing a flannel and not a plaid. Completely different. Back and to the left. (laughs) Back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time. It's time. It's time. And I'm talking about a load, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet featuring the two best damn men of all time. And I'm talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake Tanner. No, you bitch. Mm. Don't, don't. That's that's the only crunch the people at home are going to hear because I'm going to spend five hours editing out every single pickle crunch you do for the rest. <laughs> oh, and it's oh, it's the man. It's the supplier himself. The pickle supplier, <laughs> Scotty Moore. And probably the sketchiest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> we went to go see the new Dwayne The Rock Johnson film, Fighting With My Family, of which The Rock is in about two minutes of. And, um... I I was like, okay, I need to bring Blake his root beer whiskey and his pickles. And there was a crash, two crashes, many delays. So we had to run into the theater. Yep. The movie had already started at that point. So I just uh, kind of ran up to a random human's car and was like, take this liquor. Take the liquor. Yep. And it was me. Yeah. But uh, not only that, I did also force you to pour a lot of that root beer whiskey in a flask that I had I, prepared. I did. There was, I poured much more than I thought that was gonna, that flask was going to hold. It's a, it's my TARDIS flask. It's bigger on the inside. Well, see, now I know that for next time because you owe me. <laughs> from so, that gift that you gave me. Yeah. From that free stuff. So I didn't get as much free stuff. So uh, I guess we can start with a little... Blakey T review of the root beer whiskey and his moonshine pickles. Well, first I'd like to say that I am drinking a um a fun little cocktail. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a shrimp cocktail, if oh. you know what that's like. Um, where instead of shrimp around the rim of the glass, I've got pickles. Oh my God, no! You're the worst. You're and the worst kind of human. Instead of cocktail sauce, I do just have. A wine glass with pickle juice in it. I'm going to assume from, is it legit pickle juice or the moonshine it's pickle juice? half moonshine pickle juice, half uh, real pickle juice, because I was not sure how strong that moonshine pickle juice would be. I'm fairly sure it's like 100 proof moonshine, so you may be gone tonight. Well, if that doesn't work, then I've also got this tall boy of PBR right here. Fuck you. Okay. 44 ounces. <coughs> Well, okay, give us a little... How were the pickles? Because I know what I thought about them. These, for pickles that are basically just nothing but alcohol at this point, they're pretty good pickles. They don't give me the same, like, aftertaste that a good pickle does, because it seems that all the sourness is muted by the bitter, like, moonshine taste. Yeah. But it just kind of leaves me off at the same place that I was before I ate a pickle and not like with pickle, with pickle, with pickle stank in my mouth. With pickle tongue. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a terrible name. Blake Pickle Tongue, they call him. My tongue's pickles, Dad. They they call him old PT, Pickle Tongue. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's one thing. Uh, what about? I, I guess we've reviewed the root beer whiskey because it's just phenomenal. Yeah, I mean that's a classic. That was like some BS first era stuff that we did. Yeah, that <laughs> the first era before podcast Illuminati BPI. <laughs> um, much more. Like, that's before Wrestlers Court. Yeah. Oh wow, you're right. That was before. Shit, dog, that was a while. Mm hmm. Because it was like within our first 10 episodes that we first talked about that great root beer mm-hmm. whiskey. Yeah. Oh. You. Now, I will tell you if you make a root beer whiskey float with that bad boy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's good. Mm mm. Make a milkshake, put the whiskey in it. Mm mm. Well, you'll, for the people at home watching on Twitch or on YouTube, they'll see that I'm not drinking anything because. Your boy made a mistake last night. Oh no! A hella bad mistake, and that was I. Uh, I did a guest spot on the show Associates Anonymous, and uh, that episode will not be up until fucking April, so that's gonna be fun to wait on. But um, we did this spot, and before we started the show, I was I noticed they were drinking wine. And I went, oh, well, if you're drinking, I'll go get some moonshine. And so I was like, what am I going to mix this with? We don't have any soda. Oh, wait, this is 20, this is 20% ABV. I could just drink some of this and be in a good place. Oh, boy. So your boy drank all of it. Oh, buddy. That full mason jar your boy then drank about a third of the chocolate chili that tastes like tootsie rolls but then gives you like a nice kick of spice at the end so i kind of just passed out after and woke up to like a horrifying image of i took one of the host's face and just photoshopped it to look like shrek and i'm like i guess i just do that when i'm drunk I think I made vacation plans with them. Like, a lot happened last night. Now, I will say that, for the most part, you're able to maintain your composure well past the era of Faded, let's say, when you've been drinking. Yeah. I, however, do not. Yeah, see, with me... Period. With me, it's kind of like... You know how The Rock is like, look, The Rock is just Dwayne Johnson turned up to 11. That's me when I'm drunk. You just get this loud, happy asshole. He's just a little bit louder now. Well, I mean, I'm pretty fucking loud when I've been drinking. It's just that instead of, like, all of my personality, all those filters that I put everything through, because if I didn't, I'd be an obnoxious piece of shit. Hey, what's up? Don't call me out there. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I, I, my favorite compliment or my favorite thing I've ever realized about our friendship is when you used to get drunk at college parties and everyone walk up and they're like, Blake is so open when he's drunk, he's talking to us, he's having such a good time. And I'm like, yo, that's just what Blake is like with me all the time. You got, <laughs> I don't need the whiskey to get nope. this experience. <laughs> no. And now you got it for a fucking podcast yeah. so you could prove yeah, well, not only that, it's a matter of, like, that means that you go still go through some filters when drunk with other people. I get none of them when you're drunk with me. So it's just no. a big pile of, fuck this, I gotta piss at Walmart. Go to the Walmart, Scotty, we're going down. Where's the Waffle House Walmart, Scotty? Waffle House Walmart. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, we we actually listened to that on the show once, We did we? listen so to that, people, yep. People go back and find that. I think it was, like, our one-year anniversary. But that's not the reason I'm not drinking tonight. What happened this morning was the reason I didn't drink tonight. Oh, boy. Because I woke up at 8, and I've got... I don't know if it's when I'm hungover, I'm still like dizzy and that's why it feels like I'm still drunk or if I just drank so much I was still drunk when I woke up at eight so I wake up at eight stumble to the bathroom come back pass out (laughs) wake up again at like 11 and I had to go into work at noon so I'm like okay let's see what we could do like my head's thumping I'm dizzy but I never really get sick from a hang- Like, I get a migraine, I get kind of dizzy, but I don't get sick from a hangover. Until. 
Oh, God. I, uh, I'm i like, okay, I'll get some caffeine. So I grabbed a Diet Dr. Pepper protein shake. That way I can keep my body rebuilding itself. And I drive to work, Blake. I chug my protein shake and I'm fine. And I take a sip of this accursed Dr. Pepper. Because it don't taste like... Like, afterwards, I had another sip of it. It don't... It tastes like... You remember when we I drank that 10-year-old Mountain Dew on the show? <laughs> it was like that, but Diet Dr. Pepper was the underlying flavor under the stank. And so I pull in, I take a sip of it to, you know, calm my stomach and all that, and I'll be fine. And then I get that feeling. You know that feeling in the middle of your jaw down here? I, I know that feel. I know the tingle. I don't know... <laughs> Everybody knows what you're about to say. And I went, oh no, I'm about to do a puke. Oh. <laughs> but I'm in the, I'm already at work. I'm in the employee parking lot, Blake Tanner. And so I go, well, there's people in their cars around me. I don't want them to see me. No, you didn't. Vomit. So. No, well, I was like, I will put it in drive, drive to the other oh. parking lot that was empty and puke there. I was about to say, oh, no, you didn't puke in your car, but that wouldn't have... Yeah, no, it's happened. There is, there's now at least three good puke stories to happen in my car, one of which has been told on the podcast, and, yep. this, and the third of which will be told right now, because... <laughs> I started to drive, and I got probably a good 50 feet when, exorcist-like, a solid line of puke just connected with my CD holder at the top of the car. It's just a straight line down of projectile vomit. It was like the scene in Pulp Fiction where they shoot Marvin in the face. Like, I just... Blah! And painted my car. It's on. I like. I had a. I had a genuine moment where I was like, "Oh no, I guess I'm gonna have to clean this up and then go into work." And then I just looked down, and I'm covered. Oof. So then I wipe off my windshield, which was a futile effort because protein solidifies real quick so I've just kind of like got this powdery white substance over the front windshield everything else is cleaned up and I just like went back home and was like guys I uh I learned how instant karma works and what's bad is you know your parents should be like hey you need to ease off on the drinking don't drink that much anymore it was a bad decision which is something that I know I'm the one who just puked in my car. I understand mm -hmm. I did a bad thing. <clears throat> However, my mom instead chose the route of, that was my favorite fucking one we bought, Scotty, and you drank all of it? How dare you? I loved that moonshine. You should have took one of the shitty ones and drank all of that, you <laughs> bastard. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, that's the triple punch of karma right there. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I then called work and was like, S I guess something I ate last night made me sick. <laughs> you... oh. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not technically a lie. Something I, I had know. last night did make me sick. And so I uh, I did have to, unfortunately, call out of work. Uh, but Blakey T, we're here. We're drunk and hungover. What are we going to talk about this week? I, I don't know the same thing we talk about every week, Scotty. Try. How we're going to take over the world. Thank you. I don't know, Brian. Narf. So, Pinky, we're going to try to take over the world. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I don't know, Brian. How are we going to get that many Nuff Dots in one single gun? No, Pinky. Oh, God. You sound... <laughs> Oh God! What's that band's name? You sound like uh, you sound like Bikey Wars. <laughs> I'm a bikey man from a bikey gang, living in my crack tin, making crack. Okay, we can't no. do Bikey Wars, but um, no. What uh. have you brought to the table for us to discuss this week? 
Okay, Scotty. Um, this week, I thought, alright, we're gonna need to bring something back. Something that I see as, like, a trope in, like, an animated series or something, and that I've seen, you know, talked on and off about, uh, in prompts or whatnot. Yeah. But we really need to anthropomorphize. We really need to give things people. I know that doesn't make sense, <laughs> okay. but. Okay, I'm getting bad flashbacks to Let's Make House Move. And I just am very scared. Alright, what we need is a movie about anthropomorphic projections. That's what the words I'm trying to say is. Projections? What? Yes. So think about this. Like a stand from JoJo? What the fuck? Yes. No. You know how when people talk about death, they talk about, like, the Grim Reaper, who's got the hood over him and he's a skeleton with a big scythe. That's an anthropomorphic projection. Okay. They make a character out of a concept, an idea, even, like, uh, emotions, stuff like that. Okay. And since death is the most famous... Oh, okay. I think that we need to have a movie where the concept is somebody has tried to kill death so everybody lives forever, but it backfires on them. I feel like we've done this before. Didn't we do something about, like, um, the Grim Reaper and then we had an anthropomorphized god and anthropomorphized everyone? I feel like we did that a while back. Yeah, but that was all them hanging out. <laughs> more of a hit piece on the Grim Reaper. Yeah, this is more of like a, uh, a character study on death and what happens when death goes away. Because I think it also turns into a disaster zombie movie at one point. I mean, I, I was just kind of going back to the concept of taking a concept and making it a human, which did give me the idea for Horny Jim, who's just kind of like the spirit of horniness. And it would be, should it be a show or like a romantic <laughs> comedy? About Horny Jim, the horny man. Maybe we can just go about one where people, like, we can throw in some American God shit, you know, and, um... Okay, so there's Death, Horny Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> death and hor- No, it's a fucking sitcom! It's Horny Jim and Death living together. Okay, hold on. This is what we do. So, beliefs, even beliefs can die, right? Oh, okay, I thought you said Belize for a minute, and I'm like, what? Belize is in... Okay, third character... No, I don't want to kill the country of Belize. Third character, their fun neighbor, Belize, who just comes over, he's like, Hi guys, how are you doing today? Belize is gonna have a banging party tonight, come on, horny Jim. No. See, this is is our uh, concept for the first episode. Horny Jim dies. And... See, death tries to take him, but no matter how much he tries to take him, Horny Jim somehow still gets somebody to believe in him. <laughs> He's like a Tinkerbell! <laughs> Clap your hands, kids, and Horny Jim will come back to life! I do believe in Horny! I do! I do! I do. In Horny Jim! <laughs> Okay, also, Salty Frank in the chat says, Death and Horny Jim sounds like a Supernatural episode. Yes, it does. No, here's why I love the concept of Horny Jim and Death, is, like, Death is the personify of the end. Horny Jim is the personification of the beginning. He's the personification of conception, of creation. They work together. But well, also- I think there's like 12 like different anthropomorphic projections that go into that. And like Horny Jim is nowhere near the top. <laughs> no, he's, he's the very beginning. He gets two people all riled up and horny. He, get, he has the power to make people so horny, they're like, let's not use a condom tonight. And then Horny Jim makes babies. So Horny Jim is like, so him and, like, passion and lust are always at the same table, but Jim is, like, always sitting under the table, because they really don't want to let people know that he's there. Well, like, here's the thing. Horny Jim is the most, because, like, passion and lust, they happen before Horny Jim comes in and makes his move. Like, you have lust, and that's what connects you to the person and dates you. Then passion that continues it. And then finally, Horny Jim makes his move, and is like, pow-pow, make a baby, bitch! So maybe that's like an arc throughout the series, is that he's kind of like the black sheep of their family, and Death, it's a real odd couple situation, but Death is like, hey, look, man, 
he me he does a lot for us. He helps create people. I wouldn't have people to take if it wasn't for Ernie Jim making babies. Um. Also, this death is going to be uh, the Jamaican Grim Reaper from the Grim Adventures yes! of Billy and Mandy. Oh, thank you so much, because the minute you started, I'm like, he better be fucking Jamaican. That's all I want. <laughs> okay. Oh. So, it's death is literally just the Billy and Mandy Grim Reaper. Her belief is just called Grim. His name is Grim. Who um, is this live action or cartoon? That's a good question. I I'm really chomping at the bit to see what a uh, what a live action horny Jim would look like. <laughs> it's played by Zach Galifianakis in a diaper. <laughs> he just walks out. Hey guys, it's uh it's me, Horny Jim. I just want to make sure you guys get some real good fuck sesh on tonight, so yep. here's a con- No, wait, Salty Frank with the ultimate. He's one of those people that put condoms on a pushpin board with a sign that says be safe, but the pushpin's right through the middle of the condom. So his oh. business card has a condom, but it's stapled to it. Come on, <laughs> be safe tonight. Be safe tonight, guys. It's me, Horny Jim. Hey, I'm Horny Jim. Hey. Hey, or no, Horny Jim's the one that's like, he's like, hey, you know, I uh, found this this push bin on the ground. You know, you kind of wanna, you kind of wanna baby, don't you? Pop, you're feeling it. <laughs> no, oh, okay. So, what's the plot? Like, why do Horny Jim and Death live together? Obviously, Horny Jim's like been kicked out of his house for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, okay, so. You know how all of the gods and stuff, like, they live in their own domains or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is what our projections are going to do. They're going to have their own, like, area. And I think that anything that has to do with humans, like, getting down, they all have their own house that they get down in themselves. Called, no, no, that's in the, that's in a town called Fuckburg. <laughs> That's yep. where they Fuck- live is Fuckburg. Fuckburg, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And um they just kick they kick Horny Jim out. Like he's he's busting their steez so much. Mm-hmm. Like he's everybody hates Horny Jim except for Death. And that's mostly because Death feels bad for him because he realizes that he needs Horny Jim so he can mm-hmm. keep working. I'm thinking it's also kind of like a strange bedfellows where they just hate each other because they don't work. Also, I did I did just come up with this. What's that sound? Oh, that's the sound of a spinoff. Life is so fucking horny here in Fuckburg. God. Talk also, to- Death... For some reason, Death's house is right below Fuckburg. <laughs> like an old... <laughs> It's like the fucking Fight Club house. Yep, that's where the por- That's actually where the portal to like the underworld is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Condoms break. Here comes baby. It's, it's a, a fuck, fuck world. Life is a mystery. So let's have some babies. Fuck tales. Yeah. Everybody out here having fuck tales. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. F-f-f-fucking happens always. <laughs> okay, back to uh, the tales of Horny Jim and Death. Um, So, I really do think it's like a like strange bedfellow. It's like, I don't think Death wants him to live there. But Horny Jim, like, keeps sleeping out on his stoop. And then one day, Death realizes, like, oh, I need Horny Jim or else I'll have no one to, to do a death to. Mm-hmm. That's so, gonna be the two-hour pilot. That's the two-hour <laughs> two, A full fucking cinematic pilot for Horny Jim and Death. So, I almost like the idea that, like, it's like a police... I don't know if it's because I've been watching so much Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it's like a police precinct, and once you're kicked out of Fuckburg, you're no longer allowed to, like, do your job anymore, and so now Horny Jim has to work undercover situation where mm-hmm. each week there's a new situation of people that Death and uh, Horny Jim have to get fucking. <laughs> it's because Death has to maintain, like, a status quo. Yeah. So, like, for every human that he takes, he has to make sure that another one's gonna be born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so it could be, like, a flip-flop situation of, like, maybe there's an entire world of deaths, and this mm-hmm. one's also a disgraced death 
and he's been kicked out. Oh, yeah. That's why... This one's gonna... Yeah, that's why, because his name's Grim. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like Grim and Torny Jim. Hor- oh, wait. One... Oh, definitely, there's gotta be an episode... Where fucking Horny Jim is sick and Jim, and Death has to take over his role in the episode. Oh, called Hor- it's called Horny Grim, and he's gonna try to get yep. people fucking. Oh God, yes. I I kind of just want the show to be called Horny Grim. <laughs> okay, it's called Horny Grim about Horny Jim and Death, and they live yep. together. And like, so half the episodes are about Horny Jim trying to get people fucking and half the episodes are about death trying to take people in secret mm-hmm. and our b plots are always gonna be and death has always got to try to keep his like he's got to keep his quota so yeah, yeah. um but also i think at the a great moment at the end of our two-hour pilot would be it takes them half of this pilot to get like one couple fucking so they can have a new baby so death can finally take somebody's yeah. soul and at the end of it, he's like, he's talking about how hard that shit was and how he's glad that he doesn't have to do it a lot. And then a bus crashes. <laughs> he's just like, I haven't found a soul to take in a very long time. And then like an old lady gets hit by a bus and he's like, let's go. Um, right. I do like this idea that like maybe he got kicked out because they were like, oh, everyone's awesome now. Everyone's going up to heaven we gotta just start sending random people to hell. It's a random selection if you go to heaven or hell. And Grim hates that. He's like, no, I have to judge them. They have to go to the right place. And so he kind of becomes like the underground death, <laughs> underground death road where he's taking, pe- sneaking people into heaven. Hold on, I've got an idea. What if like, okay, so the afterlife is the afterlife. Let's do away with all of these preconceived notions of heaven and hell. And let's just say that Whatever it is, it's getting fucking full. And so they've got to start sending souls back to Earth, but they need bodies for those souls to inhabit. And because the souls are fucking. And that's where Horny Jim comes in. He gets the mm-hmm. fucking... Wait, maybe that's like... It's a matter of like living in that kind of life would be like, hell, you're living over and over the same life over and over again. So Grim is very much like, no, we can't. We have to... We have to keep taking... And this is our season finale right fucking yeah. here. He's like, we have to put people in the afterlife. They have to move on to the next stage in their evolution of life. I'm sorry, this doesn't sound like death. No, no yeah, yeah. And so that's when Horny Jim betrays Grimm by working with the rest of the death people to keep making babies that they can put souls in, preventing those babies from having their own lives. Grimm is stealing baby lives. To give old souls a new chance. And it causes a huge rift between him and Grimm. Until eventually they fight back. (laughs) And Grimm kills a bunch of babies. They don't have any souls though, right? No, well they do, but they're souls that have already died. So, yeah. So, like, there's this weird thing where, like, babies are coming out, but they're talking to... They're, like, talking in normal old people voices. <laughs> change my diaper. I need a new diaper. Come on, change it. Oh, God. Yeah, and so <clears throat> Grim realizes, like, oh, no, wait a minute. How are these babies coming out? How is this being approved? And then one day he confronts Horny Jim, and he's like, you're working with them? You're working with them, Horny Jim? How could you betray me like this? Horny Jim, you are my partner, man. Horny Jim, you are my partner, my friend. How dare you do this? Do, you Why are the, do you always... You are the horniest Dude, man. That one voice. I don't know. I'm sorry, man. I'm so terribly sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. So All right. We, I think we've got a winner here. we got a winner with Horny Grimm coming soon to CBS. Also, their neighbors are Frasier. I don't know why. <laughs> their neighbors. <laughs> neighbors. This is, of course, after Frasier moved to Fuckville. To Fuckburg. And he has to kill, uh, one episode, he has to kill Frasier's dad. And he's very sad about it. Jesus Christ. It- <laughs> <laughs> The only appropriate response to coming up with Frasier and fucking Grimm, horny Grimm, is just 
cracking open a nice tall PBR. We are proud to present Gaijin, the artist, as the winner of the 2018 PBR Art Can Competition. Why didn't they call it PB Art? That's a, that's really, like, I was about to say that, but no, they put the R in. That's the worst. It should have been called PB Art. Oh, so Blake Tanner, we've done some too much BS, I think. We're coming up with Horny Grim. So, would you like to go beg for money? Yeah, after all of the horrible things we, we, we've done, we gotta pull into the shill station. Ding, ding! <laughs> So, Blake Tanner, you know what I like? What do you like, Scotty? Book. Book? I like... Is book good? Book is good, but I can't always enjoy books. Sometimes I have to drive and try to see through my vomity windows. Also, you can't read. Also, I've never learned... I never learned to read. So I need people to read to me, but I think I know a place where they could do that. And that's at audible.com. You get access to over 100,000 audiobooks delivered straight to your phone, tablet, wherever you want to listen to them, whether that be in the car, in the shower, if you got that steamy Fifty Shades of Greek grind plan. That's the... What? We're not allowed to say it because, like, we could get sued. This is a nationally published thing, so we can't say the real name of books anymore. Oh, Fifty Grades of Shay. Fifty Grades of Shay, Perry, Ho- Perry Otter, all of in his adventure, and Dognarts, all the great books. And if you want a free <laughs> child... If you want a free child... <laughs> If you want an old baby. If you want an old baby from Horny Jim, go to audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork. It gets you a free 30-day trial of Audible. You get access to all their audiobooks, including mine. If you want to hear BS versus the gods, it's on there. The Quiesel Corp trilogy is all up there. You can get it straight to your phone by going to audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork. But Blakey T, what if they just want to give us money? And they just are like, hey, we don't need nothing else. We just wait. Here's the bu- here's the a few bucks. If they have too much money. If they have too much money. If Horny Jim has blessed them with just horths of money. <laughs> well, then they can always go to patreon.com slash a load of BS. That is A-L-O-A-D of BS. And they could just click that become a patron button that shows up at, right under both of our faces. That's on that banner right there. That's... That is just our faces. It's horror. It's true horror. Yep. And they they click that become a patron button just to make it go away. Yep. And if they do, they get access to our exclusive Discord where you can hang out and chat with us, talk about show notes, give us ideas for what to talk about on a load of BS, because I'll be honest, I was sitting down an hour before this going, oh, fuck, what am I going to bring to the table this week? It's going to be rough, my boy. Hey, and... What did you think of my, what if death was dead? What if, <laughs> what if death did a die? Blake Tanner's brilliant idea. Um, so you could talk about that. You also get shouted out on the show of your choice, whether that be Fight Boys, Fun Fiction, or of course, like the Patreon saints themselves, Deborah and Scott Moore, mom and dad. You can get shouted out on this show. And then, of course, you get access to me and Blake's exclusive monthly podcast called You Paid For This, where we sit down, watch a garbage film, and then talk over it. We're ba- it's a guided meditation to Ooh. get you some of the worst in cinema history, including... Lar- I don't know if it's a meditation. It's more like a guided-tation. It's just a tation. It's not the t- meditated about it. <laughs> Uh, and you get that straight, uh, straight to your feed. We did Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. In a few weeks, we're going to do nothing but trouble because we said we were going to do that 50 years ago, and we're finally going to pay that off. It's actually coming up to, when did we finish that series? Like, May? It might, yeah, I think it was. It was like almost a year ago that we said we were going to do this, and we're finally going to do it, but the only way to hear it is on patreon.com slash a load of BS. But Blake, what if they want to give us money and get some swiggity swag out of it. Perhaps something to put over their bare fucking chest. Then you go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Shh.
that doesn't doesn't rhyme with what you said that way. Oh, oh wait, was there was that a rhyme? I wasn't even paying attention to that. There was. I already forgot what you said, but it rhymed with pure oh, BS. Bare chest. That's right. Bare chest. You get uh, shirts for all of our different shows up there. You got shirts for Fight Boys, Fun Fiction, and then of course BS shirts, letting people know that you beat the podcast Illuminati or the awesome new uh, load of BS logo that we've got up there. You can get all that at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and also one of Blake Tanner's favorite things on the planet. Tell him about it, Blakey T. It's the BS Boozy Sippy Cup. It's got some, like, banal name on the website that's just like, here's your wine glass, but it's so much more than that. Yep, it's a nice little glass you can throw alcohol in. And you we, can put alcohol in it, and it keeps it cold. Yeah, and we or also, hot. And we also have tumblers that'll do the same thing. If you want to bring coffee to work and let people know that you love BS, do it on there. Uh, so, Blakey T, time for our next segment. And here's the thing, Blake. We just asked people for money, and I think we should mm-hmm. keep doing that because it's time for Sponsor Watch where we're just gonna talk about some of our favorite things, and I'm gonna go to the website and just, like, compose emails to places and ask for them to sponsor us. Okay. This might be more of a fight boys thing. Yeah. Because he's normally, um... (laughs) Hey, Gazi. He says, uh, I just got home from my Cracker Barrel shift. Sup, fucker, and Blake. What's it doing, my dude? (laughs) up fuck you gazi anyways yep. uh, saying- uh pbr let's do it wait what we're just gonna try to get pabst blue ribbon to sponsor this show that only has like three viewers we got five right now let's do it oh <laughs> we got so many people in fact hey chat help us out who should sponsor us wait what the yeah, fuck we- Oh, okay, I see. I opened the PBR website, and it just said, We're 174 years old! (laughs) Uh, Do you think we could get Fago to sponsor us? We did make a Fago flavor. We did make a Fago flavor a long time ago. Oh, wait, Gazi's got a good one. You can sign up. You could just sign up to Paps Blue Ribbon. It doesn't say anything about it. It just says sign up to see what you've been missing. All right, Fair Con- enough. contact us today. Complete the following form. First name, Blake. Last name, Tanner. Wait, wait. Email a load of pure BS at gmail.com. Phone number. Blake, what's your phone number? Say it live here on air. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, 205. Yeah. Um, three. Oh, shit! There's a legit on subject. For sponsorship, 36203, that's the zip code, brand, BS Podcasting, comments, okay, look, it sounds like we're not a real company, but we are. (laughs) And we really, really like your beer. And our users like your beer, but if we tell them to buy your beer, then you should give us money, because then they'll really buy your beer. We are a collection of podcasts, popular internet podcasts, that go live on Twitch weekly and just drink delicious PBR. (laughs) That's, I mean... It's going to make sense, because I've got a PBR here, exactly. and Dylan's usually got one on Fight Boys. Weekly and Talk BS. We'd love to get a sponsorship to assist with buying, to help you grow your brand. <laughs> I like it. We're the ones that are going to help them here. Let's see, we got to go in there with confidence. Yeah, help grow your brand and help build our shows by letting our audience know that PBR is the beer to have. Gazzy says, I bet we can get Jim Smallman. Jim, <laughs> Jim Smallman! And submitted. Awesome. Um, 
Let me think. What would I like to be sponsored by? Uh, Gazi suggested Cracker Barrel. Oh my god, yes! Well, no, 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 wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, we'll do Cracker Barrel after this. This one we may actually be able to get, and it's Zample Box, which is the vape company that I order from. Oh, okay, well, now we already gave some free stuff away from them, I guess, but okay. Yeah. Uh, I, what, support center, I'm having trouble with an order, need support, I've got some, oh, this is all just support, no, I want contact, I wanna, I wanna contact them about getting some sick vape sponsorships. I mean, um, I hope they don't go ahead and listen to the podcast, cause if we do get this deal through, then I'll order a, uh, I'll order a box with yeah our code. Yeah, okay, let's see, call sample box, share an idea, contact us, I guess share an idea? Is that what we need? Yeah, well, we do have an idea that we need to share with them. And that idea is them giving us money. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, this is this is actually more of like a public forum. I don't think that's a good thing. Oh, no. They would hurt us. I'd like to chat with some... Wait, I could just live chat with someone! What? Oh, Awesome. Hey, y'all, I run a podcasting company that does weekly, that's looking, this is just straight line, looking at starting a vape review show. Now, maybe. Yeah, we could do, instead of doing, like, what you drink in every week, it's like, what you rip and sick cotton on every week. What you vaping? With your sponsorship, we'd love to make this happen. Well, hold on. Looking to start a vape review show. We were wondering if you could provide any tips, assistance, or or sponsorship to help the show grow. We would call it... What would we call our vape show, Blake? Oh, man. VapeCon 2019. I mean, no, that's not it. I, I There's something there. V- v- vaping and vibing with the BS. That, what? V- vaping USA. Vaping America. Oh. Now you're just now you're just pulling at my heartstrings of really fun arcade games I used to play as a kid. Vape in USA, and we always like talk about the history. Help the show grow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet I bet we could talk about vape stuff. We really could. <laughs> oh no, we're cu- they're currently away, but I did get a response from Rodrigo that says, "Hey there, vapor." Sorry we missed you. We've received your message outside of business hours. No worries. Drop us a message at hello at samplebox.com. Ah, we'll figure that out later. Anyways, Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. Sup, y'all? I, Gazi suggested a load of VS, which would just be like a load of vape and Scotty, so I wouldn't even <laughs> be there for that one, which I'm, I'm down with. Uh, contact us. I'm I'm ba- I'm on Cracker Barrel now, baby. I'm working through this. Saying, it's all right. We know the young bucks. <laughs> uh, what's your feedback concern? Questions, suggestions, tour group, student research, employment. Would it be employment or other? Definitely employment. <laughs> Like to be your go- the official podcast of Cracker Barrel. Hi, I'm the host of popular internet series, a load of BS, and we'd like to become the official Cracker Barrel podcast. <sighs> the it's like fucking NASCAR, where they're just like Coke Zero, the official Coke of NASCAR. Cracker Barrel, 
the official Cracker Barrel of a load of BS. Oh. Of Cracker Barrel. We know. There we go. We know the young bucks. Let us know how we. Let us know how to proceed. Uh, anywhere else you think we could probably get some shit from? Um. Hmm. I mean, we could always throw that hail mary to Dave and Buster's. Oh my God! Why didn't we start with the D and? Oh no. That's... Oh, Cracker Barrel wants a lot more information than I previously expected. Oh no. Uh, oh, cool, I could just, like, throw all this in. Cool, yeah, no, I'm not a robot. Cool. I don't <laughs> want Cracker Barrel updates via email, though. I get in enough from Gazi. <laughs> Dave and Buster. Yep, that's, I, at this point, we're just asking if Gazi can be sponsored by Cracker Barrel, aren't we? Oh, no. Okay, eat, play, drink, and watch sports, all under one roof. Cracker Barrel. Let's see. History in the news. House policies. Real estate. What the fuck? Crack Dave and Buster's real estate company? What is that? What? I don't think this is the arcade place at all. I'm... Real estate information. What the fuck? Can you just buy a Dave and Buster's but not have to run it? Like, my new home is a Dave and Buster's? <laughs> uh, well, wait a minute. We did entertain the idea of living at a Dave and Buster's. Yeah, we did do that a while back. Let's see. Guest relations or corporate office? Wait. Gazi says he's already sponsored by Cracker Barrel and he gets $11 an hour. Like, is that $11 every hour? Yeah, that's not $11 constantly, Gazi. No, is it Gazi? Is it? <laughs> yeah, hold on a second. Let, let's. Uh, That's $264 a day. Should we do a comment card? I guess comment card is the only thing. Opportunity for improvement. <laughs> Location if... Alabama, Birmingham. <laughs> if you made $11 an hour. Every hour and every day of the year, you would make $96,000. Wow. So that's not a bad deal. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey, Dave and or Buster. We, I am the host. <laughs> I'm the owner of online professional podcasting business the bs network now stop me if you've heard this before <laughs> the bs network we are coming up on our third anniversary of podcasting and we're looking at doing a celebration there i just i'm trying to find a way to now i'm I'm out on the sponsorship. I'm trying to get free shit from David Busters. <laughs> how do we get oh. some... How, can I get a plate of free wings? Yep. We are looking at coming to your Birmingham, Alabama location to celebrate. How do I follow this up? I'm blanking so hard. I'm just like general comment or suggestion. It's, I guess location. Oh man, this one's killing me. Location to celebrate. Curious. It's like how much it would be to rent the entire Dave and Buster's. No. Oh boy, we can't that's... afford that. Looking at coming to that to celebrate. We were wondering if you'd like to work out some sort of sponsorship deal. Where we plug your fantastic place of business. Where and we you give us money. An entire episode dedicated to our wonderful trip to our Ooh. to our favorite game boys, Dave and Buster. That's good. Thanks in advance. 
Okay, so we've got that. Should we just go to the classics now? Be like, hey, MeUndies, would you like to sponsor us? Yeah, I think we can, like, we'll be good. Uh, we need to We need to cover that base, at least. I wish we had enough people that we could just, like, start messaging places around here and be like, live show? Let's do it. Yep. Oh, Gazi's got a Maverick Championship Wrestling match on Tuesday. Like, well, hold on, is that on the internet? Or is that like a... Is, is that real wrestle? I don't know. I really enjoy that the first thing when you pull up MeUndy says, Holy fucking softness, I'm in heaven. Well, let's get them, and then let's, um... Hmm. Should we try Cards Against Humanity? That's a good I mean... one. <laughs> hold on, let me see. Our story, our undies, our factories, career... Hey, do you want to hear our story or our undies? Do you want to hear about our undies? Tell us about our undies. What's our undies like? How do I contact me undies about a sponsorship deal? No, I don't want I, membership. I I think this is one of those things, though, where it's like, you don't call them, they call you. They come after you. Tell us what you yeah. need. I want to make a return, question about the status, um, uh, none of this really seems... I'm interested in working with MeUndies! Yes, bitch! There we go. Alright. I think I've broken it. Hold on. <laughs> Your email address, a load of pure BS at gmail.com. Subject, possible sponsorship opportunity. Uh-huh. Greetings <laughs> and salutations. Hello, my name is Detective Thunderbird. <laughs> I'm the owner of the BS Network, and I think we need to get modest with them because they'll be modest. A small pop, small but growing podcast com company. Mm -hmm. We currently have four shows... And oh. are looking at possibly land it, possibly working with you on sponsorship, on a sponsorship opportunity. I use your, I use MeUndies regularly, regularly finding it through other podcasts and I've fallen in love I've fallen in love with your underwear. With you. I am set to marry them in the fall. And I've fallen in love with them. Um, we'll be wed in the morn. We'd love to have the opportunity to promote you on our show. Um... We would even be willing to do an episode in nothing but me undies. We'd even be willing to do an entire an entire me undies dedicated episode. Episode I would P Scotty Moore, CEO of the BS Network. PS your unicorn onesie is your onesies are phenomenal as well. See, I'd have to watch my camera work though, because you know it's um, you'll get a uh, you'll get nicks from Twitch if you show male presenting nipples now. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. We can't show them male presenting nipples or female presenting nipples. What if I use nipple tape? That's the worst thing you've ever fucking said to me. What if I put some nipple tape on though? I kind of would kill you right now. I can't. Uh, that means you want it. <laughs> Yeah, that means that's your kink. <laughs> Alright, Blake, we've sent out five requests. Hopefully one of... If we get one back, my mind will be fucking blown. If Rodrigo at Zamplebox is like, Yeah, man, vape it up. Let's go. I don't care. Oh, man. Um, I almost... Depending on... Or, um, if you read the chat, I was entertaining the idea of giving Gazi your number. No, I... Oh, he was going to try to be... Gazi, I know what your fucking voice sounds like. You're not Larry the Cable Guy, master of stealth manipulation <laughs> of your voice. 
Stop. So, Blakey T, it's been an episode, but we got to end with a shot of positivity or people to, for people to look forward to, especially over that 20 minutes of us basically doing our job and trying to get a sponsorship. <laughs> that basically come, became the BS business meeting for 20 minutes, so that's going to be fun to edit. But I have to ask you oh. now, what was awesome this week? Brazilian steakhouses. What? <laughs> have you um, have you ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse? Nope. Also known as the restaurant where they, like, you have a sticker on your table, and green means go, and red means stop? I think we've talked about this before. Well, we may have talked about it recently, yeah. because I finally got to go to Texas Day Brazil. Well, I mean, there's like a Brazilian of them in America, so I'm shocked it's taken you this long. Oh, you're some kind of Brazilianaire, aren't you? <laughs> so, tell me about this experience, buddy. <laughs> okay, we got to this place, and when you walk into it, it feels like... It felt like I did not belong, because it was kind of the place that it's like... Two people cost $120 to eat there, so yeah. that that's a good metric for it. But by the time that like we noticed everyone else in there, it's like, this is just Alabama people like in a really fancy-looking restaurant. Yeah. It's great. But we got to our table, um, they gave us some waters, we ordered drinks, and then we turned our things to the green side. And within two minutes, um, I had Parmesan chicken, um, a slice of lamb, a top sirloin slice, and a filet mignon wrapped in bacon on my plate. Jesus actual Christ, what? And they didn't stop. (laughs) They brought sausages, um, they brought several different types of lamb, several different types of pork, all of that, all of that went in my mouth. And then I almost got sick. Yeah, I'll bet with the with the meat train just coming for you. And the meat train did keep coming and coming. And it, I was at that place for two hours. Stop coming! Stick to the stick to your tongue, and I hit the ground running. And um, that was that was my experience at a Brazilian steakhouse. That's amazing. I was. We really need to go sometime once we make it. Once we make it, baby! Once we have that sweet fucking sponsorship money. With MeUndies, hit us up. We want to go to a Brazilian steakhouse. Oh shit, I did get a fucking email back. Request received, possible sponsorship opportunity from MeUndies. The top of it just says, from the cheek squad. (laughs) Hi, a load of pure BS. It worked. You sent us a message, and we got it. That's all this email is. To let you know that. <laughs> anyway, hey. anyway. Hey, you know that email you sent us where you're requesting, like, money from us? It worked. At least the sending did. <laughs> That's about it. Sorry. We took up your precious inbox. So, my thing that was awesome this week, I, I didn't actually get until yesterday. And I'm really high for you about it. I didn't think I would be. But it's a weighted mm. blanket. Have you ever had or slept under a weighted blanket, Blake Tanner? I've not, but I've heard many stories about weighted blankets. I didn't think, like, because the logic of it is literally just, it's a fucking heavy blanket. That's it. Well, yeah, because, you know, it mimics the feeling of being swaddled. Well, that's what normal people say. Here's my comparison. As a child, were you ever that kind of person who, after the clothes came out of the dryer, and they're all nice and soft and warm? You kind of wrapped yourself up in them, right? Oh, yeah, you just, like, you dump it on you. You just pour the clothes and let them rain on you, and it's just that heavy weight. That's what it's like sleeping under this weighted blanket, which I didn't get to enjoy last night because I was very drunk and just kind of fat passed out on top of it, but I did take my good old hangover nap this morning, and that was very nice under this good, good weighted blanket. It took me back to having, like, that pile of clothes underneath me and just getting to rest underneath its weight. And that's fine until I try to get up 
<laughs> and that's a little bit more of a workout because you're just like, shit, fuck, okay, okay. Oh, man. So, now, Scotty, you may or may not know that I am actually a space he- heater in human skin. Now, Do you think that I've slept beside that... you. I know this. Okay. Do you think that that would make me warmer or cooler at night? Does it have a very good airflow in that blanket? It really does. It's not that warm. I thought it would be like I'd wake up in, like, a cold sweat. But no, it's fine. Like, it's just nice and cool. That's good. Alright, I'll have to look into that. Well, fun fact, if you go to, like, legitimately, mine came from Ollie's Discount Bargains. Wait, you mean part of Ollie's army? (laughs) What? (laughs) You're in Ollie's army? I am in Ollie's army. Oh, fuck me. I knew that having this on my desk would would be worth it. Fuck me, Ollie's army. Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna go to the one that's in Birmingham tomorrow. And look for a weighted blanket. Well, I mean, you never know. That place is just kind of like a fucking pachinko machine. I'm just like, yep. you pull the trigger and something's gonna happen. You'll find something. It's it's like if Big Lots and Aldi had a baby. It's like, oh, look, do you want a hundred fidget spinners? Or perhaps a broken record player? We've got it all waiting for you at Ollie's. Oh, God, I love that place. It's very, very good. It's like dirt cheap, but for classy people. <laughs> oh, uh, Gazi says, uh, my awesome thing this week was Millie actually liking the crush video I made for her. Yeah, can we just talk about this? Gazi, I guess it's more of a fight boys thing, but Gazi lost a bet where he has to... Oh, shit, I can't remember her full fucking name. I keep wanting to call her Millie Bobby Brown, but I know that's wrong and also creepy. <laughs> but he lost the bet where he has to, like, keep telling her that he has a crush on her and keep trying to convince her to go on a date. And it's become the worst thing to fill my Twitter feed in a long time. Oh, damn. Do you think this is what wrestlers think about when we do our, uh, our, our dust watch on Fight Boys? I mean... No, because none of them follow us. Like, it's the only oh. person that's really getting concerned is Chuck Taylor, but he hasn't blocked us yet, so I guess we're good there. True. But, Blakey T, it's been an episode. Where can people find you on the motherfucking internet? At Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. I never post there, so you're always in for a treat. Um, you can find some of the other stuff that I've done on the Darkroom Vidya. Uh, on YouTube, that's D-A-R-K-R-O-O-M-V-I-D-Y-A, Vidya for Vidya Games, and uh, check out like our We Suck At series, check out all the stuff that my friends Josh and BJ do, they do some great stuff on video games, playthroughs and stuff, and um, that's about Would it. Would you like to provide the weekly update to whether or not that fucking D&D series is ever going to happen? It will, like, it's so close to being edited, it's just that... Josh and Chandler kind of just bought a house, so... There's a lot going on. Yep. And you could... Um, also, damn, they got five more subscribers in, like, in, since the last time I checked. Good uh, for them. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's spelled S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon. The Queasel Corp Trilogy. BS versus the Gods, which, fun fact, we're going into pre-pro for BS versus the sequel. So look out for that in the future, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, remember to check out all the other shows from Fun Fiction to Opposite Attractions online at a load of pure BS.com. Oh yeah, special thanks <laughs> to Tom McGuire and the Brassholes. <laughs> Fuck. I was looking at our YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, special thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song, Ric Flair, Woo! off of their first album, first album that dropped January 2019 of the same name, Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. Check it out, it's fantastic. If you like jazz, if you like funk, it is amazing. Do you like jazz? You like jazz? <laughs> Tanner asks our audience. Uh, then, of course, in addition... To- hey, do you like that, like, the very simple intro stuff that you hear, like... That's kind of what it is, but ten times yeah. better. 
And then, of course, remember to support us on Patreon. Support us by picking up merch. But more importantly, just support us by by leaving reviews, by subscribing on YouTube. Uh, If you want to watch us do this live, you can online at twitch.tv slash a load of BS. You can come hang out in the chat and scream at us. And then, most importantly of all, whether you're me undies or Cracker Barrel or Dave and Busters, hit us up, slide mm-hmm. into our DMs on Twitter at a load of pure BS. And and um, if you like uh, some of the stupid suggestions we've been reading from chat, you can find Gazi at the Horror Prince on Twitter. I'm bleeping that out. I'm leaking that out <laughs> of the episode. But find us on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week!